Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Matt for Boxing Social in association with William Hill and Empire Five Star. I'm delighted as always to be joined by Showtime Sean Porter. Sean, I appreciate you giving us some of your time. Last time we did an interview, you dragged me on camera without me wanting to go on it. Um, it went down well. I enjoyed it. Um, appreciate People you. People enjoyed it too. <laughs> um, look, last time we spoke, I asked you on Errol Spence, Terence Crawford, and you said, look, I ain't answering anything on that. Until we get the fight signed, sealed, delivered, I'm not going to ask you. I pressed you. You still said no. I still don't, still don't want to talk about it. Come on. You've got it now a little bit. Now it's here. How excited are you for the, the matchup anyway? It's going to be a couple of weeks. Las Vegas is going to be absolutely buzzing for it. You're going to be there, I assume. How excited are you for this fight? Um, Probably just as excited as I was to fight both those guys. I mean... Um, there's not very many boxing matches that I consider to be a Super Bowl. This is certainly a Super Bowl, and I'm hoping that this is the same two teams coming right back again next year for the for the Super Bowl again. You know, I think that um this fight is worthy of 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 everything that that comes with boxing uh in terms of the the, the star-studded uh event with with all the stars in the in the in the seats. Um, pay-per-view should do crazy numbers. Um, and I think that both those guys should be electric with their, their interests. And then they should be in, in electric once that fight starts, man. I just, I can't see one letdown in this fight. This, uh, it's, it's impossible. This is just a fight of the, of, of the century to me. Now you've obviously got experience with both guys. So you're more than qualified to answer this question. I mean, <laughs> shared the ring. Where do you see the advantages in this fight for both guys? Errol Spence, obviously, king of the division now. Well, I say king of, the, king of the division. He's been in that division his whole career. You've seen Terence Crawford go up the weight classes. He won yeah. the year and he's got them accomplishments. Yeah. Where do you see the advantages coming into this fight? Um, the first thing that came to mind is uh, Errol Spence's work rate. 
I think that uh, he has obviously a, a big presence in the ring. And when he uses that presence and adds to it by working, standing your face, double jabs, double jabs in the straight left, and just continuing to try to work and p apply intelligent pressure, to me, that's where he uh, has uh, a huge advantage in this fight, if you want to call it an advantage. The other side of that is is uh, Terrence has the ability to kind of this range and distance for for Terrence Crawford is almost invisible. It's like you you know where it is and then instantly it's gone. He can he can he can take it from you. He can make it look like it's there and then he can pull it away from you that quickly. You know, so Terrence has the ability, I think, to to work from the outside and then and then move those subtle movements that he makes. And uh, I think that uh, his uh, he's 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 not a predictable fighter, and I think that that's the other, if you want to call it advantage or strong side for both those guys. I I think I like that better because um, you talk about advantages, there truly aren't any there aren't any advantages in this fight. I think people are trying to make some, but there really aren't any. How pleasing is it in boxing? I think this year more than most years, we're actually starting to see these fights where. The guys are putting it on the line. We were there in Vegas for Javante Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia. We've seen the likes of, um, you know, Devin Haney, Lomachenko, and we're seeing, hopefully, we're not going to talk about fights that aren't yet made at the end of this year in the likes of Saudi, but we'll hopefully yeah. have a great year for boxing. How pleasing is it we're sort of coming back into that era now where we are seeing the risks getting taken and guys aren't as afraid to maybe to hold on to that, that own, you know, now dive into it. I tell you what, man, timing is everything. And I think that it just took some time for a lot of fighters to be put in the same position. Uh, I mean, you take a look at my career, for instance. You say, well, Sean fought everybody. Well, I fought a, a, a Devin Alexander who was coming back from a, a, a defeat from Timothy Bradley. I think he won two fights in between that and then getting in the ring with me. But he really wasn't who he was before Timothy Bradley when we fought. You look at me fighting Andre Bertel. Andre Berto, I fought Andre, I think it was 2017 or 2018, 2017 when we fought. He wasn't the same Andre Berto that turned pro at o in 04 and went on to do the things he did between 04 and when he fought me. I mean, he just wasn't the same fighter. And so now we're looking at a lot of guys who are all young, who are all reaching their pinnacle of their careers. And it's just about the timing. I don't think that the timing has been as perfect as it is coming becoming to be now in the lat in, in this year, maybe, maybe last year, and then the the definitely next man, definitely next decade to come at the least. Do you think this is the type of fight where we see it run back again and maybe we get a trilogy, at least a rematch out of it, depending on you know how it goes, obviously, as long as something dramatic doesn't maybe happen like the first round. Is this something we can see again? Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I think that there's a lot of realistic components to this fight. Both guys can end this fight in the first round, something I don't think that we'll see, but it could happen. I think if it if there's a crazy knockout in this fight at, at between rounds one and maybe, I don't know, between rounds one and maybe ten, I think then there's no reason to see a rematch, especially if we, if we get a knockout between one and five. There's really no need for a rematch. But if this, go, this fight goes the distance – we get a draw, we're probably looking at a fight that could end in a draw. If we don't get a draw, we're looking at an unbelievable fight that deserves an instant replay. 100%.
off the back of that, more recently, we've seen Canelo Alvarez commit his next three fights to the PBC. We're here until the end of next September, I believe. Um, Jamel Charlo, not Jamal Charlo, like I think everyone was expecting, but Jamel Charlo, 168 pounds. This is sort of, I feel like the PBC, they sort of go about their business in a way where things just sort of happen. You don't normally see a lot, like all over social media. You see a little bit to hype. But things just sort of happen. Mm-hmm. Talk about that fight getting made, Canelo and Jamel at 168 pounds. What you expect, and also the way PBC have sort of been conducting their business and now producing these big fights, continuously producing these big fights. That wasn't the fight we expected. Obviously, you see Canelo sign with PBC, and you're thinking that the the bigger Charlo is going to be the one to get in the ring. Even though that wasn't what I expected. I did expect Jamel Charlo to vacate his titles and move up. I didn't expect him to move up to 68. But he just, I did not see this fight with Tim Zhu happening. Uh, last time I was over there, I said, hey, don't, don't expect to have that fight. I mean, you can you can chime in with them, and they'll tell you. Like, I knew that he would not be fighting Tim Zhu. At least, at the least, not immediately. If he moves up to 68, I don't see him coming back down to 54. But if he has the opportunity to come back to 54 and get all his belts back, I could see him doing that. When you move forward and you see uh, uh, the 54 Jamel Charlo getting in the ring with Canelo, uh, once you move past the size, because I think that that's where where everyone thinks it it is um, kind of a uh, uh, a point-blank answer that Canelo is going to win this fight. But once you move past the weight situation, because – Let's look at the facts. We all lose weight to get to our weight class, which means Charlo's losing weight to get to 54. He's not a natural 154-pound fighter. He's a fighter that fights at 154 pounds. He's probably more of a natural 160, if not a natural 168. So let's kind of put that out there on the record, that this is an even fight. Uh, But when you look at experience, you look at the fact that uh, Canelo has been multidimensional uh, throughout his career, for the sake of words, uh, you look at the at the fact that he has the work rate, Canelo. That is, uh, we're looking at a right hand from Jamel Charlo, and if that right hand doesn't land between rounds one and probably round eight, it probably won't land at all. And uh, and Canelo will win this fight. I I don't see Canelo losing to Jamel Charlo. Even though obviously you don't see him losing, it's still it's it's a big fight. The the build up should be interesting. We know Jamel's quite a vocal guy, Canelo unless he's really antagonized, like you see a Caleb Plant get in his face, he rarely mm-hmm. sort of loses his cool unless he's got that guy who's going to maybe poke the bear a little bit. Jamel may well do that. Yeah. Are, you, are you surprised we weren't talking about um, a Canelo Benavides fight? Right. No, away? no. Um, and I'm on record for saying I don't think he's a, he's going to fight Benavides. Not at all in these three fights? I don't think he's going to fight Benavides, but we'll see what happens. I think that... um. I think that uh, Charles uh, Canelo's looking at some other fights that aren't as tough. I mean, let's be honest. This is um, this is uh, Jason, uh, and 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 that is Benavidez getting in the ring with the Boogeyman and Canelo Alvarez. You know, so you you got two titans, you got two monsters who get in the ring, but. Usually, one monster doesn't want another monster in the ring. So, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think Canelo wants to get in the ring with Benavidez. So, if you're Canelo, I, let's just say he beats Jamel Charlo, which 
for me, I think it's a terrific fight. A very interesting one to call, even with the weight difference and him moving up. What does Canelo do after? Who are the two fights? Jamal? I mean, I think that even that makes sense. I think that that makes sense. Jamel, then Jamal, and then we'll see what happens. I do believe that PBC is going to do the best they can to kind of to get him to move into the direction of fighting Benavidez. I mean, let's be honest. We're looking at Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford. That's the biggest fight to be made in boxing. Uh, I truly do believe that the second biggest fight to be made in boxing could well be... Canelo versus Benavidez. I think the only thing is Benavidez needs to find needs to find some ways to to increase his profile before that fight happens. You know, I think that he has a a, a great profile within the sport of boxing, but he does not. I don't truly believe that Benavidez has a profile outside of the boxing world. That, yeah. yeah, that is you know massive. Like I I like to see him have a profile like Ryan Garcia before he gets in the ring with Canelo Alvarez, you know? Um, I think that's a tough feat for him, but I think he can he can get close to that, you know? There was talks of, I believe, David Morell and Benavidez fight. You like that fight? Uh, I like that fight. I think that Benavidez is too much for Morell at this point. Um, and don't get me wrong, I, I would love to see Canelo Alvarez versus David Benavidez. I think that that is it's a, it's a highlight career fight for both guys. I just think that seeing where Canelo is uh, at this point in his career, I think someone young and big like Benavidez is not uh, what Canelo wants at this point. If that fight did get made, do you see that as a 50-50 fight at this point in Canelo's career? Or do you sway slightly towards the young the young guy coming through who wants to prove his point? Yeah, you do, you do the math. I, I truly think it's 55-45 for Benavidez. Uh, could could very well be sixty forty for Benavidez, um. But considering everything in that fight, how that fight could truly play out, fifty five forty five Benavidez. Um, want to move on to the heavyweights just on fights that is nearly made by all accounts. Apparently, Dillian White has signed his end of the contract for Anthony Joshua. Do you think that's a good move for Anthony Joshua getting one more fight in before a Deontay Wilder? Allegedly, if that happens, because let's talk about what's actually happening, but. Dillian White yeah. apparently has signed his end. What yeah. do you think that's a wise move? He's obviously training with Derek James now, the likes of Errol Spence, etc. Is that a wise move? One more fight? Yes, it, definitely. You as many fights as you can get before you get in the ring with, you know, the one of the hardest punchers ever, um, is 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 always the best thing to do. Um, and and I think you choose an opponent like Dillian White because you don't see much risk or a threat right there um you get an opportunity to work live in uh fight uh situation with a new coach again and so yeah i mean i think that it's a no-brainer he needs one if not two more fights uh before he gets to the ring with with deontay water water also needs just as many fights he needs another one if not two fights you mentioned obviously deontay there we see him come out and do the video saying look andy ruiz Let's make this fight happen. This has been going on as well for, well, since the last time we spoke. Are you? Do you know when you look at the heavyweight division? I spoke to Dave Caldwell over here, and he says I'm, I'm getting sick of it. Like all the lower, the guys in the lower weight classes seems to be the ones who are making it happen. Let's throw the attention on them. Are you at that point now where it's like, if it happens, it happens, kind of thing? 
I don't um I've always been like that about the sport of boxing. I mean, you're you're talking to someone who did it. I, I've seen fights right there come and go. I've seen text messages where, hey, uh, this is who we're looking at. I've seen emails and then it all just kind of dissipates, business moves in another direction, whatever the case may be. Fighters aren't ready, fighters get injured. There's so many possibilities that come between a fight getting made. And people tell people saying this fight has been has been signed, and then what actually happens, you know. So I've always lived that way, you know. Hey, I'll talk about it once it's once once it's happening, <laughs> as you as you have experienced with me. Uh, I wanted to get your opinion, um, Adrian Broner. He obviously came back and had a good victory. Um, looked good, came back. There was a video released of him not looking in the best of conditions. Someone had done an interview with him. Um, I'm not quite sure why that got ever published but is that um yeah have you i know you two even though you had that fight you sort of always embrace each other and show love to each other have you you reached out to you heard anything from him at all we haven't spoken much in a in a number of months now but i do uh try to keep in touch with him um bottom line is it just uh you know i think that he's he's uh he's gonna he it's two things i think number one he's shown us that he's been in a bad place and when you when you've seen that someone's in a bad place, when you see them intoxicated, you think it's because of the bad place. But let's be honest, we don't know when that interview took place. We don't know when he got the call to do the interview. He may have been partying and just said, "Yeah, I'll come over and do it." N nevertheless, should never never have been done. Beyond that, should never have been posted. I think that uh, people should want a better product before they put it out, and. Um, I, I, I thought that was distasteful and I didn't like it. Yeah, well, obviously, I think we speak for everyone. We say we want to see Adrian back in full, you know, full health. I said we don't know when it was done, but he's back in the ring. He looked in good shape. We'd be interested to see what he does next. Um, look, Sean, um, obviously, the Portaway podcast seems to be doing well. What have you got coming up? Give it a little plug. What have you got coming up? Any guests you got coming on? We know you're active. Every fight week, I'm out in America. You're yeah, there. Just <laughs> stood next to my camera interviewing about six people. What's yeah. I just, I, I just love doing it, man. I've always loved interviewing. I've always loved doing interviews, the whole nine. So uh, definitely love taking the camera around and doing what I got to do. I, I definitely want to plug my Patreon. It's a uh, Patreon. We uh, TPWP. If you want to sign up for the Patreon, that's when we have all of our. That's where we have all of our exclusive uh, uh, content. Uh, so there's some things that aren't on the podcast yet that will be eventually put on the podcast. Those things are on the Patreon right now, and I got a lot of exclusive stuff coming to the Patreon. I'm gonna be doing um, interviews with actors, comedians. Uh, NBA players, NFL players, and I'm not talking about C and D level. I'm talking about A and B level uh, entertainers who are going to speak directly to what they think is going to happen with Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. And then, of course, move beyond that, and, and I'll have that live uh, in time on our Patreon. So definitely want to plug that. But um, we we bring a new episode every week to the Patreon or to the to the podcast, uh, the Portaway podcast on uh, YouTube and uh, everything out there, man. And uh, just getting bigger and better. Kevin Hart's coming to town this week, and so we'll be hanging out with Kevin Hart. And that footage will be on the Patreon. You know what I mean? We're going down to Dallas 
in like two weeks and we'll be hanging out with NFL, NBA, uh, the elites and all of that content will be on the Patreon. You know, it'll come to the podcast eventually, but you know, you guys want to see that when it happens, you know? Well, what we'll do is um, if you can send me a link, we'll put it in the link in this description. They, so you know where to find him, Sean Potter, Kevin Hart, all these A-listers that are flying onto his podcast, podcast, click the link and and there we go. Look, Sean, um, you look like someone who's quite content with re- retired life. We see a lot of boxers wanting to come back, but you seem quite happy that you're on the other side of the ring now. I am, man. Um, I'm working on my suit line, Sean Porter Suits and Services. Uh, again, that, that content is on the Patreon as well. Uh, we'll be launching that the week of Spence versus Crawford. I got I got too many big things going on, things I've been looking forward to doing. And no disrespect to boxing, but I put a lot of things on hold. And so I retired with purpose <laughs> and I'm living in my purpose and I'm, I'm enjoying every bit of it. Well, look, Sean, I appreciate you giving me some of your time and responding to the emails and obviously getting this thing done at the other side of the world. So um, much respect for that. And hopefully we can catch up um, er- Errol Spence, Terence Crawford fight week. I'll be in Vegas. I'll see you soon, sir. Appreciate it. Anytime. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.